the druid circle list and this one i'm excited about i love this subclass this, this is the circle of the stars this one's kind of insane <laughs> again <laughs> this is a cautious culture of everything one and uh, and they yeah. really changed it up <laughs> they were like what if what if we change everything yeah, yeah. This, this this might this might be a different class it might this is a fully different class it might be, yeah, yeah. This is like closer to a sorcerer that, like, really, for sure. Yeah, this is a different class. Uh, the circle of stars allow druids to draw on the power of starlight. These druids have tracked heavenly patterns since time immemorable, discovering secrets hidden Im amid these constellations. By revealing and understanding these secrets, the circle of stars seeks to harness the power of the cosmos. Many druids of this circles. Keep records of the constellation and stars' effects of the world. Some groups document these observations at megalithic sites, which serves as enigmatic libraries of lore. These repositories might take the form of stone circles, pyramids, petroglyphs, and underground temples. Any construction durable enough to protect the circle's sacred knowledge, even against a great cataclysm. So, yeah, they're an astronomer nerd. Yeah, which also... Some of these lore things are just like a little bit not like a little bit uh like uh flavor text fails. If you're a circle of stars, Drew, what are you doing in underground temples? You can't look at the well, stars. But you could why well, I don't know. You could have a telescope shooting out of the underground temple. You could you could shove a scope, a long scope underneath the yeah, thing. Like and also the idea well, is sometimes underground temples weren't always underground. Um, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense but, too. You know, and yeah, pyramids is another weird one too, right? <laughs> if you're yeah, inside, it's a just like, it's like okay. <laughs> it's just the... it's just a big pile of rocks. It's like <laughs> yeah. mm, this is where I will <laughs> I will study the stars. It's like or like a tree. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, a pretty distinct different difference from a normal druid of, of nature. You know, you're specifically focused on the stars, which is kind of cool. You know, you yeah, have a little it's, different it's angle cool. to talk about things. In your own life, you, you try and relate everything to the stars. Maybe, maybe you prefer nighttime for some, you know, because that the stars are visible. Stars, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, let's travel at night, guys. Then I could, you know, something like guide that. us by the stars. <laughs> uh, let's move to their second level ability. You get the star map. You've created a star chart as part of your heavenly studies. It's a tiny object that serves as your spell casting focus. Pretty cool that 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 kind of uh, has mm -hmm. that connection. Uh, while holding this map, you have these benefits. You know the guidance cantrip. <laughs> Not you. Okay. That, that, that ability stinks. Name right one now. time you're making an ability check. <laughs> yeah, so it just like gives you the best cantrip automatically. It's just yeah. in, in the subclass. <laughs> Insane. You uh, have the guiding bolt spell prepared. It counts as a druid spell for you. Also, you can <laughs> cast guiding bolt without spending a spell slot. You could do so a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. And you regain all expended uses of this after uh, when you finish a long rest. This is a this first is level spell, this and is insane. it's a really good one. It's a really it, good one to just have locked in. It's four d six radiant damage, and the thing is, advantage. advantage. Yeah, it's, it's insane. A really good spell to just have locked in. At level two, that, you just get when two. you're all out of spells. You still have a guiding bolt to throw. Yeah, 
you just get really two free first level spell slots at level two. That's insane. Really good. Really and you were going to really use this good. this anyway. Let's be real. <laughs> then they have a little uh, chart on what your map's form is, which is kind of mm-hmm. cute. But <laughs> just if, if you want it to be yeah. a specific little thing of what your map looks like. Uh, moving into what else makes the class special, though, is your starry form. So it, again, in Tasha's, they they made you use your wild shapes for things that aren't wild shaping. For this class, it's a starry form. As a bonus action, you can expend a use of your wild shape. So importantly, yeah, this allows you to use your bonus action to take this form. While in your starry form, you'll still retain your same game statistics, but your body becomes luminous and glows like the stars. The form will last for 10 minutes unless you dismiss it. Uh, Incapacity to die or use the feature again. So interestingly... This one won't end like the spores one did when you like get your temporary hit points knocked out. You're like mm-hmm. in this form until you go down. Yeah, so this for one ten, takes for ten minutes. You have like an aura, and again, you'll have three choices, which most things do in five E. It seems, <laughs> uh, and that's going to assume your constellation on your body. Your choices are archer, chalice, and dragon. The archer, when you activate this form as a bonus action. Uh, and on subsequent turns, you can use your bonus action. Uh, whenever you make a ranged spell attack, you hurl a luminous arrow that targets one creature within 60 feet of you. On hit, the attack will deal 1d8 plus your wisdom mod. So yep. as soon as you activate your starry form, 1d8 to any creature. It, okay, you do have to make a ranged spell attack. You have to make a ranged spell attack. You but... make, I was going to say, does it just happen? Yeah, it's also you know a ranged attack, not a not a spell, bonus action, so you can cast a spell and then use this. And this is double the damage of the spores, Drew. <laughs> Wasn't this yeah. using his reaction for? Yeah, it's like and within sixty feet, the spores Drew had to be within ten feet. Ten feet, and it was ooh a D four, <laughs> but maybe sixty feet. So just kind of anyone within that range is gonna take a hit. Uh, which which we should say is so important when you think about those fights where someone's like, you're against wizards that are concentrating on things, and maybe just any given hit will knock them out of it. This right. is just an extra one of those hits on your turn. You don't typically think of druids as being able to launch multiple attacks on a turn. So the fact that you have this little extra dink could be a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, this is great. The next one is Chalice. Whenever you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to a creature, you and another creature within 30 feet of you regain hit points equal to 1d8 plus your wisdom mod. So harken back to that unicorn spirit we saw on the shepherd. Pretty similar. Yeah. And does the same thing. Just affects one creature. But and a, a you. good little extra bonus. And you. So you get to cast essentially like a twinned first level uh, cure wounds for free. I mean, you have to yeah. cast a spell to activate it, but... Yeah, this is uh, also pretty neat. But what's really neat, right, is that you can use a Cure Wounds on yourself, which has a touch range, and you can mm-hmm. heal someone 30 feet away. Yeah. So that would yeah. be the usefulness of something like that. You don't have the healing word is the typical way to get someone from further away. You can use up a heal, healing. Yep, two sorry, people are down. Wound. Yeah, two people are down. You can do healing word on one person and then... Heal yourself a little bit and get somebody else up that's thirty feet away from you. You can you can really otherwise otherwise not as awesome though, right? Because it doesn't like this is only going to take place. I feel like it's going to be hard pressed. You're going to be hard pressed to find a situation where you 
want to stay only in this constellation. Because that means you're using a healing spell every turn. Yeah. Otherwise, and, this is doing nothing. And also, it doesn't count effects like um, there's like some like continuous effects that like, oh, as a bonus action, you can like re-trigger it to heal yeah, somebody for 2d6 or first time that. to enter the healing spirits range. Yeah, it's, you have to actively cast a spell that is affecting that turn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the, still... The last one gave you an extra bonus action, but yeah. this one doesn't. Finally, the dragon. When you make an intelligence or wisdom check or a constitution saving throw to maintain concentration on a spell, you can treat a roll a 9 or lower as a 10. So... There's a clear time to use this one. It's if you're concentrating on a spell and you need that thing to freaking stay up, <laughs> you yeah. go into dragon. Otherwise, not very useful. Just, Other, I, so it is useful in, um, in in roleplay though because it gives you intelligence and wisdom checks for free. Yeah, basically, yeah. That means like you know perception checks, mm -hmm. insight mm -hmm. checks. Um, but no, the constitution constitution saving throws are that's incredible like how many times have been like oh okay like magic missile you get hit by five things so you make five concentration checks okay well they're all tens yeah you don't so even have to do a dragon you don't it's have to at all <laughs> i save on all of them and you take like resilience for um to get add for your proficiency that said, bonus. Though, that's a very specific scenario like that is a very specific scenario there are, right, the, specifically the Magic Missile version, but, like, oh man, the, like, lair actions do, like, 2d6 damage. There's uh, creatures, to, like, all the adds are coming after you, so, like, you're taking, like, six hits. Right. You, it, I it's, think it's, it does, this one becomes better a lot later, though, at a specific level that we'll get to, where I think at level two, to a certain level, I think you're an archer... All 100% of the time. Yeah, 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to get that extra bonus action, it's just going to mean the world. It's going to mean the difference. Yeah. Like that... you're a character doing stuff or you're not. I mean, so I think. think at level two, a ranger, that's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> they, they shoot a longbow and that's a D8. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have that's, that baked well, into your subclass as a bonus action. As a bonus action. Kind People are going to feel nice, like a real of... idiot. <laughs> just Plus be like, you have. Plus you have guiding oh, bolt. Guiding bolt. Done. Okay, now I get yeah, advantage on my bonus. Guiding bolt without using an expel slot, and then deal a d8 at level two. <laughs> Freaking crazy! With advantage yeah. of the attack. Pretty yeah, awesome. you're. It is insane at lower levels. But yeah, we'll the, get back to those other forms. I think later on in this class. Yes. I think it's just at level two. You're like, yeah, there's one good one here. There's, <laughs> there's the good one. There's the good one, and then there's everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, level six, you're going to get the cosmic omens. Whenever you finish a long rest, you consult your star map for the omens. You roll a die, and you gain access to a special reaction based on whether whether you rolled an even or an odd number on the die. I love this flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, the wheel, if you rolled evens, whenever you see a creature within thirty feet of you about to make an attack roll, a saving throw, an ability check, you can use a reaction to roll a d6 and add a number to the roll. If you rolled odd. All those same things, but now you're going to roll a d6 to subtract the number from the roll. And you can use this reaction a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. So a pretty good amount of time. And a d6 mm -hmm. can affect, can swing things a lot of ways. Yeah, especially at level 6. And, you know, we... Especially at level 6. Yeah, it does drop off a little bit. It never adds additional die. But still, 
a D6 is big enough that it can usually swing the tide. Yeah, and think about, it's still an ability check too, so you could be like, if you really need to nail this perception check, you could yeah, be like, guidance, make a perception, reaction, add a D6. <laughs> you could just add a D4, D6, all your crap. Crazy, crazy um, to any member of the party for anything for any reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, the wording on this specifically just as a, as a point of order, it's like, it says about to make an attack roll, so I you can't learn so it doesn't work like um like uh, oh right where you already mage. see the result yeah so yeah. try not to be like oh does a like oh does a 20 hit they go just barely miss and you go oh i have my reaction to add a yeah, D6. yeah i'll use my wheel yeah 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 that, that that does make it a little worse actually a lot worse but <laughs> right yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like a slightly well worse version of inspiration because the because of the dice, but better because you get to decide how to do it. So there's no way to give somebody inspiration and then just don't use it. Again, I think the saving throw kind of is going to come up the most yeah, on the... both sides of the coin. Like, making the boss fail their save on a spell by subtracting a six is enormous. If and, you, like, yeah. it's like, they're going to make a wizard save. You're like, boom, I'll roll row. Go ahead, yeah. like, just do it, because that is roll. enormous. Imagine you get like a, a five or a six on it. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, and then you get like a negative to their save. You could just do it again the next turn. Yeah. <laughs> You'd yeah. be like, all right. You got it. I think that the save is the really like kicks it over the top here. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And then yeah, and then good. probably I think I think you're right though. I think ability check probably comes up the next most often. Probably just like, yeah. Because those come up the most in the campaign. So yeah, yeah go ahead and, and use them. You got a bunch of uses and trying to make a yeah. deception check. You know, oh, yeah, a decent even, even if you're gonna maybe get into combat that day, doesn't really matter. That that ability check find. might be pretty important. So like, you're gonna use this use all the time. You're gonna use yeah. it all the time. Do you like wheel better or woe better though? Um, adding a d6 or subtracting a d6. So for saving throw purposes, I like to be able to subtract the d6 to make the monsters fail the saves. Uh, but man, in out of combat, I, I like the adding. The yeah. yeah, yeah, feels like that. Because a lot of times the the NPCs won't have won't be doing contested rolls against you. It'll be right a DC. unless there's a, a insight deception type of deal, and you can be right. like, I want to get on this. I'll woe him. <laughs> and there's usually no way to be like to know if the guy's making an insight check against you and then hearing the dice roll behind the DM screen. He'd be like, wait, is he making an insight check? <laughs> Just be like, you if you're involved this. in the conversation, though, I'd rule it as like, you know, if you're engaged at all, it's like, yeah, you can use the Yeah, like, it would probably be probably more like you would use Woe proactively. Just be like, hey, by the way, DM, um, I can I, like, make it... I, I, I will expend the use now for during the conversation to try <laughs> yeah, to right. almost treat it like a wheel effect. Yeah, yeah. But this is pretty sweet. Yep. Uh tenth levels where things open up a lot on this class for sure. The twinkling oh, constellation. Up. Like they it wasn't totally crazy before. <laughs> no, but I really think tenth level like really helps this class out. I I, I think you kind of need the tenth level on this one. The twinkling constellations, uh the forms of your starry form improve. It'll add an extra D eight to the archer. As well as Chalice, so it'll be 2d8 healing. This, on this makes the Chalice, like... Pretty good healing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. 
and, and and it's going to be even better in a second. Uh, and in dragon form, it adds a flying speed of twenty feet. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, moreover, on each of your turns while you're in starry form, you can change which constellation you're in, and I th- that is so enormous. That is so 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 enormous. That this, changes this, the game. This makes it obscene. This this makes I, it yeah. like. The best. I mean, but this makes it an actual class. I feel like it. No, you'll kind of just get an archer and and do kind of one. I don't think it's very. I don't think it's a very good class without this tenth level ability. To be honest, are you? I think a tenth level. I'm not crazy. I think it's fine. Do you get guiding bolt at level two for two free spell slots? Okay, (laughs) and your proficiency guided bolt. So that's like a you use first level guiding bolt at like tenth level just because how good it is. Yeah, that's pretty good. The I, I think you are also severely underrating the uh, the dragon concentration check thing. It it's so it's if really you did that though, you're not doing the other two. But the tenth level now you can be where you need to be. No, no, I I know, and this makes it crazy good. <laughs> I agree. At tenth level, I agree. This class is no, nuts. No, but I, I, what I'm saying is before that, it was still like. One of the I best think before classes. that it was fine. Yeah, it's a good class, but it's not nearly the best. I just at tenth level, you need this tenth level ability to do what you want to do on this class, which is uh, now it opens you up to every turn. You have the still, choice. It's still of, am I going to do damage? Am I healing? Because if if I'm not healing, chalice is never useful. But if I know, okay, this turn I'm going to cast a heal spell. Okay, my turn starts. I will switch my starry form to chalice. I will heal spell. Bam! Someone else gets plus. 2d8 plus my wisdom mod, we're good to go. If Am I concentrating on a spell? If yes, I want to be in dragon form right now, because I don't want to lose it. So, bam, you switch over to dragon form. Uh, yeah. so it gives you the ability to like actually use the sorry the, form to good effect. And obviously, the 10th level pushes over the top, but again, remember, it's still just a bonus action to do it. So, you could be in archer form, have two of your party members go down. Nothing says you can't just use your second wild shape to heal both of your party members at level three. You yeah, can use your bonus action. But if it saved everybody, then that's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, I think this was still like, I mean, like, think about, like, let's let's look at like the sixth level or the the like one of the best classes, Circle of the Moon Druid. Like, you get what? Okay, you your beast forms do non-magical or overcome resistance to, to non-magical things. Whatever. This one you get, like, you could just add, what, like, at level six, it's three. You just get, like, three free, like, insanely good, um, like, uh, inspiration, like, bardic inspiration dice. You get, like, a full other subclass. I, I agree. I, I appreciate your arguing for this class so harder. I think the class is great. <laughs> I just I think know. it gets a lot better at 10. No, no, and I agree. You are, I think you're, you're saying it's just fine before that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy fine. To me. It's fine. It's a good oh, class. It, you're, it's it's just crazy fine. to me. It's, it's, it's so a good, good class. It's just it's like, so I, I feel like if I want to play this class, I'm more interested in playing it at level 10. I'm not as interested in playing it before level 10. I just think it's fine. It, it's I know, it and pretty good before level 10. And I think that's crazy. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's what 10th level gives you. That That's all it says, but 
very effective. I mean, yeah, that that, that gives you just like the ability you to have like infinite wild shapes. It feels like, <laughs> yeah, almost, almost, yeah. You have infinite, yeah, but which is really important for because the this wild shape is so specific and limited in what it can do that I feel it's real important to be able to actually utilize kind of what it's giving you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're you're stuck in in one little spot. And then fourteenth level is crazy. Full of stars, well, you're in that starry form, which we've mentioned, doesn't drop when you lose temporary hit points. It doesn't drop ever unless you go down. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage. You just, so you you just dip into Barbarian. Rage. Yeah, <laughs> you dip into Barbarian at level 14, level which 14, is just nuts. It's just yeah. nuts. Because the, the big knock on Circle of Stars is the... Or not big knock, but the benefit of Wild Shape gives you this, like... Te- like other hit point buffer that you could use to right. be like, well, I'm going to wild yeah, shape right. and then run right. Yeah, we even saw on the spores, like, oh, we're not using a wild shape, but we'll still give you this enormous this crazy pool of timber. Pool of timber. You do not yeah, get that at all. But, but um, the starry form never drops, which, you know, I feel like is already good enough. Well, you know what I mean? Like, all like those wild the, shapes drop. Yeah, the wild shapes, whatever. Yeah, it's it's fine. You, What you're getting is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it was useful enough without that, and now they're just like, you're immune to damage. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like, okay, Crazy. you're good now. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. So you are just like this ultimate sorcerer. I, I, th- I think this is closest to a sorcerer for sure. Kind of everything that it gives you. I don't even know what this is. That. Because like this could just be a subclass, or just could be a full class by itself, and you're also just a full caster for wild shape. Because keep in mind, you can just still fully wild shape. It's not you'd lose yeah. the ability to wild shape. That was what oh. I brought up when we brought up the druid class in total. Remember yeah. this as we go through all the subclasses. Yeah. Every druid has the ability to change Just to change into an animal. And, I, I, yeah, which with this class in particular, as we saw with some of the other ones that augmented wild shapes to do different things, some of them were used or, or even just gave you abilities out of combat. This one does, this one's so focused on combat. Like, none of the abilities really have anything that do... Uh, the, the Cosmic yeah, Omen a little bit. The Cosmic bit. Omen is, is, goes and, a long And way, Guidance yeah. is really what you're doing. But, like, yeah, so you're adding some dice That's, here and there, but you're really not doing much else. Yeah, the, um, it's... Drew just doesn't need it. Like, the the Wild Shapes, you're getting back on a short rest, out of combat... You can right. you like, well, hey, we're eating saying, lunch like, today. More likely out of combat is when you're going to be using all your Wild Shapes to do... Yeah, to do to do nonsense. Yeah, because 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 you're going to want that ability to do that, and the starry forms not going to be useful in those scenarios. But right, as yeah, soon as you're in combat, yeah, the starry forms completely superior in every way. In every way, everything, everything, <laughs> other than other than uh, again, maybe for the starry form dragon, actually gives you some checks. That is true. Yeah, if you need to make like you know, you're making a history check. Uh, yeah, and like you can go you're in a library. You can like, just be well, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna warp into my dragon form. <laughs> and just there's this poor soul just trying to study for their like arcanum <laughs> exam, you and it was just like it's <laughs> like incorporeal behavior. Just like yes, now I can read the shit out of this book. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, like it never gets a better roll from you though. It just like makes you not be able to roll lower than a ten. So it's not like it's gonna just completely win, right? But it's just like. Also, this is like the level eleven feat for rogues, <laughs> essentially. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like all the level stuff two. Though, but... It's only it's only yeah for ones that are uh, 
proficient with. But yeah, it yeah, it's um, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Intelligence and wisdom. So that, that's a pretty long list. Dude, that's probably pretty- more. And what they're proficient in. So. Yeah, and, and yeah. those are the ones that you always use outside of combat. It's, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, like you're never said, like history ones. History only comes. Yeah, that's like a yeah, or arcana one. checks. Yeah, exactly. But what well, this class has got to be an A, right? This is just solid. Oh, just a, yeah, just a, just a. It's so good. Primo class. It's just super solid. It doesn't even feel the the only thing that is a knock against this is like you read the um the cir- the that intro that you read about it being like exploration and the stars and stuff. And then it just, none of it matter. <laughs> like there's nothing about this that says, you have a map in your yeah, hands. You, you have a little map and then you immediately you put it away as you're just icing <laughs> everybody with your, with your arcane archer bow. <laughs> you're like, don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going full, yeah. <laughs> I'm going full star form. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it. I mean, but you know, other than that, though, <laughs> it, it's still uh, one of the most insane subclasses that. Yeah, I've really good, <laughs> for sure. Very good. All right, with that, we'll move on to the last of the druid subclasses. Party on! Party on.